dear listener, how are you today? I hope all is going well for you. Thank you for tuning in. I have a very informative episode with Nula O'Connor for you today. She's a well of knowledge, all things kinesiology, tapping energy systems. And you can really hear in her voice how passionate she is about helping people on a path to their best health. We really align on that purpose, both of us. So I really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you enjoy it too. And I love connecting with you. So send me a note. Tell me how you're finding the podcast so far. If you have any suggestions or feedback, I would love to hear from you. So here's the conversation with Nula. Enjoy. Hi, Nula. Good morning. Good morning, Bayana. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for agreeing to uh, come as a guest on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, no problem. I've, uh, I've come across your work maybe about a year ago. On, um, I think it was a video that popped up on uh, Facebook and something that uh, stuck with me and how we kind of then I followed you on was this um, you mentioned uh, an SOS kind of um, technique that you could use uh, you know in a, in a meeting and work or in any kind of situation where you're around people and it was this um, tapping on the tips of the uh, oh yes the fingers and, yeah yeah and yeah. you could do it under the disc or you could you know do it in a <laughs> so it doesn't look like you're you know in the bus and you're tapping on your face <laughs> <laughs> so it was really simple but it really stuck with me and um that's uh, that that's how in my memory you are nula sos technique <laughs> uh, you're, you're there in, in my head but yeah. um then we came across to, uh on a, on a um, women's networking event and um, I, I mentioned, I said that to you before I was starstruck. Like, oh my God, Nula is here. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lovely, it was a lovely moment. Mm. So uh, we've, we've talked since and I was really keen to have a half an hour with you and uh, find out more about you. And um, I'm really, I'm really glad you agreed to it. Would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners in a, in a way okay. that feels um, good for you. My name is Nilla O'Connor and I am a tapping coach and a kinesiologist. Um, I'm a woman in my 50s, so like many women over 40, menopause becomes <laughs> one's life. And I suppose being from a kinesiology background and a tapping background and my own background of having recovered from non-trigger panic attacks, um, anxiety, I suppose depression goes with anxiety, which essentially is about being overstressed. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt I had something to offer others. Mm. Um, so I'm also recently published author. Amazing. My book, Tap Into Success. Um, and it is basically, <clears throat> you talked at the beginning there about the, the SOS technique of just tapping the fingers because we have six meridian systems pathways um, between our five fingers two on the little finger and then one on each of the other fingers and so by just even tapping those they're they're also yin yang related meridians so they go together Mm -hmm. so they help balance certain neurotransmitter energies in your body so by just doing that you're actually send and and with it with a positive thought even Mm -hmm. i truly am calm or something like that you're actually retuning all of those neurotransmitter energies to that frequency 
Mm-hmm. And you're sending the little tapping pulse that you're creating. You're sending it up into the meridian line from the beginning right up through. And it's going to balance the two yin yangs together. It's going to help them balance out together. That's what I find with it. And so take that a little bit further. What's in, in the book Tap into Success is a more advanced system okay. than just the SOS. It's it's a two-point tapping system that, that, that gets you to tap both the yin yang yin yang if you're into yin yang um, these are like the brother and sister meridians of each other that go together so for example the kidney and the bladder meridian they go together they work together the lung and believe it or not the large intestine meridian wow. work together the small intestine works with the heart um, which should help people understand why sometimes they get a severe pain and it can be indigestion and other times it could be a heart attack it's you know they're so closely linked um and the stomach and the spleen pancreas go together interesting one too and and each of these doubled meridians these paired meridians in kinesiology anyway we look at them and in energy theory and therapy that they they help regulate certain neurotransmitters in the body so say for example the bladder and the kidney well they help regulate serotonin levels mm-hmm. um, the liver and the gallbladder they help regulate acetylcholine neurotransmitter energies and these neurotransmitter energies they're chemical messengers that are sent off from your brain with ev- virtually every thought you think mm-hmm. um, and when you get stressed your your thinking goes to your automatic subconscious history your, your, your massive data pool that you have in there, your hard drive, it doesn't stay with your conscious thinking logical brain. Yeah. And that's why when you're stressed, you often find yourself saying, or after the fact, you say, that's not logical. I know this makes no sense. And that's because it doesn't make any sense to your logical thinking brain, but it makes perfect sense to your memory bank because this is your past experience. It's how you coped. And so you're going to keep coping this way. Now, what I find with tapping is that you can literally retune those old thought patterns. You can take an old neural pathway in your brain and you can literally recycle it, retune it, recycle it to a new, stronger thinking pattern. And that's what any form of tapping does. But I'm finding the yin yang form of tapping really helps to just solidifies it. People did people don't really go between a real high and a real low in the tapping experience with it they tend to stay on a nice even balanced calm that's where they end up and it it's um it works i mean it was tapping that that transformed my anxiety the non-trigger panic attacks it was literally tapping that, that did that and it was kinesiology that got me back on my feet after being di- but diagnosed with a post-viral illness um over 20 years ago mm-hmm. and so that's why I tend to use those two now I've trained in the law of attraction ho'oponopono um I think matrix re-imprinting I've trained in so EFT I've trained in so many things along the way because I think the bug when the bug bites and when you get into energy work you know your energy needs balance and whatever tools will help do that um, I'll use them. Now, I know there's so many tools out there and we can, we can only do so much. I can only do so much, but I tend to only use what's worked for me. I think that's and the most worked, powerful, isn't it? When you yeah. see the effect on you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It, that's what happened with kinesia. Reflexology was the first. Mm, circle dancing was the first thing yeah. I trained in. 
in the energy world. And it was about meditating through movement. Mm. And at the time, I should have figured it out. I couldn't. I find it so difficult to meditate on my own without something to help. And I say that because I was at the time in religious life okay. and meditation was a big part of the life. And it's a bit of a struggle when you can't do <laughs> what you're meant to be able to do. Well, you're preaching. Pack, absolutely. Well, more living, I suppose, yeah. than because um, I was, I, see, religious life is really about trying to have the contemplative and the apostolic. So the, the work and, and the, the prayer together have, have both spaces and to come to come at your work from this reflective place. And, and what I was finding was I was so engrossed in the work and so engrossed in needing to help others mm. that I lost the other side. But what the other side would have helped me understand was my need to help others mm. was coming from a need to help myself. And so that's where I suppose that's where then literally my my what's called your final profession in religious life. It's the day that you commit your life. You know, mm -hmm. you've done nine years or seven to nine years of preparation and and you've decided this is it. I'm committing my life to this. And my that day, my motto was to live my life in its fullness. Wow. And John, John 10, 10, I think it is. I've come that you might have life and have it in its fullness and live it in its fullness, depending on the translation. And it was literally after that that I think the universe said, OK, we're going to bring you into your life in its fullness. And we're going to help, you know, you're going to get through this. You're going to, no, I didn't realize that at the time. I didn't feel like I was going to get through it because I got a bad flu just before that time. And I didn't realize it hadn't gone away. And that's what caused the post-viral illness. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it was natural therapies that got me back. Medicine had nothing for me, nothing for mm -hmm. a post-viral. It reminds me of people nowadays with long COVID and this whole COVID. It's a virus essentially. And, and, you know, it's natural ways that are going to help you. And the reason why so many people are caught up in the whole thing is because they're so stressed and they're not even aware of it. It brings me back to the beginning of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. into success. Because it's like the frog in hot water. The mm. frog doesn't realize that the water is getting hotter because it's acclimatizing to the water as the temperature increases. And then all of a sudden it's too hot and bang, gone. Too late to do anything about it. We're the exact same. Yeah. stress has this habit of you know we we manage so we get stressed and we think we can manage this we can do this and then we get a little bit more stressed and because we've we've managed this bit we can manage this bit and women are really good at it oh yeah and, and they keep taking on and taking on and taking on and taking on and and all of a sudden bang and whether it's the menopause or or an added stressor there's the straw that the breaks the camel's back yeah, and it, it just, and that's it. And the secret is to start now, listening to this podcast or listening to something else, the secret is when you hear the invitation, take it up. Don't wait until you're sitting in a doctor's surgery, fearing that you might have an autoimmune disease or fearing that you might have a cancer or fearing something like that. Don't wait till you get to that stage. Yeah. That is not good enough. You can do something about this now. Get proactive now. Prevention is the, is always better than cure, I find. And I don't know if you've ever heard of, see, I've just started talking and I keep talking. I don't know if you've ever heard of Kelly Turner. Um, it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think I have a, hold on. I, I'm going to pull this off. I have this stuck to my table. 
This is Kelly Turner's Heel. There was a movie up oh, that's on. Right. Okay, is that her? Heel. Okay. Yeah, and and Kelly was on that movie. Kelly was a counselor for a cancer treatment center hospital in in America, and she was sitting one day at lunchtime, and there was a magazine on the table, and she lifted it and started reading it. It was in the magazine where the therapists were, and in the magazine she read about somebody who'd had a radical remission, and she was aghast. She'd never heard, and she was trained in this area, and she'd never heard of somebody who'd had a radical remission. But the document didn't tell how she'd had the radical remission. It just said this patient yeah. treatment wasn't able to, you know, we had no treatment, could give them no treatment. The patient went home, the patient came back for a follow up, whatever length of time they were expecting the patient to die, whatever else and the patient didn't. And didn't say what they did, how they did it or what changed. So Kelly decided she was going to research this. So she went home that evening and she clipped into Google radical remission or people who had had remission from cancer or whatever, and did some research and discovered that there were well over 100 people mm. coming up on the system who had stories to tell. And she decided to do a thesis on it. She decided to make this her master's to, to, to go listen to these stories. Um, and, and she did. And what she discovered was that there were 74 things that all of them did. She has over wow. a thousand people and more now, you know, and she's two books, Radical Remission and um, I, I can't, I think it's Radical Healing or mm -hmm. Radical, something, um, I can't just off my head remember yeah. the second one, but that's first, Kelly Turner is her name. Okay. And, and of the 74 things, there were nine things that they all did. Okay. There were 74 things that some of them did, you know, but you couldn't, In but total, there were nine, yeah. yeah, there were nine things that every single one of them did. And that's what she has on this little sheet. Okay. And I see this as prevention. Yeah. If we're all doing these things now to prevent ourselves from ever ending up in trouble in the first place. And, and they were radically change your diet. was number one. <laughs> Kinesiology, radically change your diet. And essentially, that's what these people had to do. They went home and they Googled. Now, isn't it a bit late to be Googling when you've got yourself to the stage of a massive tumor. You know, I don't like hearing doctors say that one in two will end up with cancer because that's putting out, you know, you've heard of the placebo effect. Well, there's also the nocebo effect. Yeah, yeah. So that's putting it out in people's head. And all of a sudden you've doubt about your wellness and you're doubting your ability to cope and your yeah. ability, your natural ability to manage your life. And mm -hmm. what you focus on, I totally believe it is what you get. So radically changing your diet is not actually that hard. You only need to tweak the things that are causing you dis-ease and discomfort. Yeah. Normally it's to do with processed sugar. Quite often for women it's dairy because dairy is full of hormones for growth yeah. and you don't need those. And, and they're messing up, they're mixing up your own hormones. Yeah. And then there's, um, and sometimes it's grain, grain and uh, wheat or things. And, and basically that's because of, they've been over-processed. <clears throat> you can apply that to everybody and then taking control of your health so don't sit in front of a doctor and take the doctor's word for it all the time take control of your own health ask questions is this the way you want to go there are other options out there following your intuition same thing again trust your gut yeah. you know if you get that niggling thing in your body about somebody it's normally your energy telling you their energy isn't right for us stay away if you react to somebody you're reacting for a reason. There's something unresolved in your past that needs retuning. That's the I way have I a question, it. Nola. Why do you hmm. think 
we overwrite that intuition or that message or like that even if it was a hilt um that you, you had a niggling and you kind of go oh no it's not in it's not urgent i'll wait until i can't because there's walk. so when many other life because we've been conditioned to do so especially women you're second class it's always been the case there's a dominant force out there and it's what you learn in childhood determines how you're going to act and react the rest of your life and that's why I talk about resolve and retune. You need to go back, you need to resolve these things and you need to retune them. And that's what mm -hmm. I do through the tapping. I have a whole process with it, process of resolution, I call yeah. it, and a dome, what I call the domic experience as well. But, it, you know, it's if we don't resolve and retune those thoughts that are in there and the more stressed you get, the more used to stress you get. Remember I said at the beginning, yeah. more like the frog, you get used to it and it's mounting up and mounting up, the less you listen to yourself. Plus, if listening to yourself means you're going to have to make a change and you've got emotionally attached to the food you're eating because you didn't get the emotional support at the time, but you got a food support at the time. So can you see as a child, yeah. so you didn't get the hug and you didn't get the adult mm. voice that you needed to help you work it out, but instead you got an ice cream or a sweet or a piece of cake what are you going to attach to yeah. this? Because first of all, it doesn't talk back. <laughs> it's also made you feel a bit better than what you were because it's the substitute you've been given and you'll take something rather than take nothing. Yeah. And off you go and there's your attachment to food. So that's why people when stressed will go for that particular food because it's there from way back. But also when you're triggering a stress response all the time, your pancreas comes under pressure because your adrenal glands are sending the message that you need energy mm. to fight, flight, or freeze. You need it fast. So the pancreas gives you whatever energy mm. it has. But you'll run out of energy if you stay in that subconscious stress response all the time. You're going to run out of energy. You're going to look for energy in fast. Now, in cave man and woman time, it was fruit, low-hanging fruit off a tree you grabbed, you ate as you ran. In our time, We've been conditioned through ads and everything else that it's a bar of chocolate or yeah, a fizzy drink. Lucas Aid, um, AIDS recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, we're conditioned, cigarette, we're conditioned to believe that these things are fast fixes, a cup of coffee. They're fast fixes and they'll sort you. What happens when somebody has an accident? What's the thing that everybody rushes to get them? A cup of hot sugary tea <laughs> or coffee and sugar gets put into it. But what you've done is just shock the body even more by throwing in that sugar, but mm. you've taken the attention of the trauma. Yeah. But what you've done is add more trauma into it. Yeah. So why do we end up the way we end up? Why do we always try to avoid, avoid, avoid? Because we've been conditioned and we have, we've got these, what shall I call them? False energy ideas. And we've got these false connections. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. of unresolved past trauma, all we needed was for an adult to come in and say, I shouted at you for doing that because it was dangerous and I needed you to listen, but I still truly love you. Yeah. You get your hug and you'd get to talk it out and work it out and off you go. It doesn't mean you win all the time but it means you understand and it's that understanding and that love and that unconditional acceptance that literally, and, and you realize it's not me, it's what I did. Yeah. So it's the choice I made, not me. Too many of us have learned it's me. Yeah. 
Associated. I'm not good enough. Yes, it's associations. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of their love. It's my fault. It has to be my fault. It can't be the big adult's fault. It has to be my fault. And then when you get really stressed, they're the strongest neural pathways that you have. And that's where you go. Well, really so interesting. That, uh, in, I looked, uh, you know, during my therapy, this come up and I go to past events where as a child I experienced you know, they're, it's not traumatic, but like that, you know, that was shouted at, or, you know, I was, uh, uh, I was told um, not to do this or whatever. And now I looked at from now uh, me being a parent that I do exact same to my children. So I feel, okay, I realize what happened in the past, but now how, how do I do, how do I not shout at my children as in, like you said, it's a dangerous situation. They're not listening to me. I need to protect them. So my my but, but you, you, uh, the thing is to shout at your children yeah, yeah you exactly. need to yeah, because yeah. That, that's what gets them out of danger yeah but then you resolve it with your child yeah so you don't leave it for months you don't leave it even for a day you you resolve it exactly you explain to them why you shouted to them you apologize but you say sometimes shouting is needed and and but you see young children are very smart <laughs> And if you don't give them, no more than us, if we don't set the tone of our energy for the day, the frequency, I call it, of our energy for the day, the day will set it for you. Yeah. And it's the same thing with kids. If you don't teach them the, the, the way to think, and it's good enough for now, don't always think, oh, my God, I, I could teach them the wrong thing, and you tie yourself up in knots. Yeah. It's the right thing for now. Exactly. And you can change that, but never make it absolute. Oh, never tell a child. Yes, but also never tell a child that this is absolute now and then you tell them something else later. Don't do that. Nothing is absolute. No, Everything is always changing. Relative and to the, yeah. Yes, and this was right for this occasion, but it may not be right for this occasion. And they're hard things to learn. But learning them sets us up for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And me, you might going... think my poor kid, and because I experienced this as, an, as a child, I don't want my child to experience exactly. this, so I'll not do it. But by not doing it, you're not teaching. You're not setting boundaries. Because if we don't have, think of your body. If you didn't have a skeleton, it would fall down. If you didn't have muscles working with the skeleton, you would not have structure and posture in your, in your body and wellness. Same thing with your child. Same thing with us in life. If we don't have structures and boundaries and plans, we would fall down. Yeah. Our energy is a mass expensive vibrational field and it needs help. It needs structure. That's what the governing vessel is for. The governing meridian is to help govern your vibration. The source meridian, the central vessel, is for you to get your, keep your source and keep renewed and connected into the greater more than power. And then the others all work together to keep everything moving and rotating and doing everything. Well, it's the same thing out here. You know, we need each other. We need to learn as a child. We need to unlearn things as well. The yeah. difficulty is, and I think what good parenting is, is I, I still need to, to shout in that moment to do that. But I let you know why. And I explain to you and I do it with love. Exactly and there's a totally yeah. different tone in a voice that's shouting out of love and a voice that's shouting out of harm mm -hmm. or anger or distress. Now, I grew up in, in a family in the north of Ireland and there was stress all the time. Mm. You know, at the minute in the news, you hear about the Ballymurphy families and, and the inquests and things like that. That was going on all over the north of Ireland and it's never really been talked about and it's never been acknowledged 
enough for people yeah. to work on. And it was very vulnerable situation at the time. And people would just go missing. Now, I was born into that. I was born in 1968. So I was born right into the middle of that. And like the frog in the water, I had a level of stress that I was coping with <clears throat> before I was even born. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so you see then, when you, when you get that sort of understanding or awareness, then you tap on that. And you know there's a part of you in there that's going to have trauma around all of that. Mm. So that's what you do. You call forward that aspect, that, that energy, that is any association with this, or all aspects and energies, so there's any association with this dis-ease in my body. So you don't necessarily always know consciously, but you know energetically. You get the signs. You're reacting to people. You're not sleeping. You're eating sugary foods all the time. You have an over-reliance on a sugary food. You go over the top all the time. You're easily irritated. These are all signs. Anxiety, panic attacks, they're all indications that you're stressed. Yeah. That something back there is not resolved and it needs fixed. For it anyone, needs retuned. Yeah. For anyone yeah. listening that might have any of these symptoms or overtired never have enough energy i find that's a very common one as well mm. what is one thing that they can do today after only one <laughs> you know what's the first step what's the first step that obviously it's a process Here, do you see these two hands yeah okay do you ever hear of bio photon energy um no i don't think so no. okay so there's bio you should google bio photon photon mm. research um and um, basically, there's 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 a website in America called the Association of is it Energy? I can't remember the whole title no of it. But anyway, it's, it's about energy, energy psychology. Energy. It's energy psychology, and basically the way it works um, is is well, biophoton energy is part of this. So there's a lot of scientists who are trying to figure out why the placebo effect works, why Reiki works why these things work because they're sick of conventional medicine saying there's no scientific proof yeah. and now it's got to the point where conventional medicine can't actually argue with their data but what they say is this doesn't make sense to me and they dismiss it that way but the fact of the matter is this out of your body right now you have this bio photo photon energy it's light energy basically and you can measure it and what they've discovered is that when you when therapists have intention so when they're working on somebody with healing and they have their, they're intending for healing or whatever, the strongest light emitted from the body is through these two fingers. Okay. Not the palm of the hand, these two fingers. What do we use in tapping? Same too, yeah. Now I tend to, if I can and points, I'll use all the fingers because you've, as I said, you've all of these meridians and by tapping, you're actually sending the pulse up through them as well as tapping a point. So when I'm tapping the karate chop point, all of the fingers will go in there. This is called psychological reversal point in tapping. All the fingers of this hand, six meridians. I truly am okay. Even though I feel this way right now, even though I'm feeling stressed, even though I'm feeling anxious, right now, I truly am okay. So for people who are listening, you're clumping the fingers of one hand together okay. and you're tapping the karate chop point. It's on the little finger side of the hand down down around the palm on the little finger side you know if you were doing a karate move yeah you would be you would be clicking this part off against a brick and you're tapping there with all the fingers of the other hand and you're just saying even though mm -hmm. i know i'm stressed 
even though I know I'm stressed right now, I truly am okay. And what you're doing is you're changing, you're, you're starting to believe the fact that you truly are okay. Well, you're, you're tuning it into your energy. So it doesn't matter what has gone right up to this very second. What we know from science and neuroscience is that what you think this very second affects your energy this very second. So even though you're acknowledging what has been in the past and what I said earlier, when your subconscious knows that you get it, that this, this, this ease that they have created within you, this stress response that's there, you've got that it's there. You're saying, even though I'm stressed, even yeah. though I'm anxious, right now, I truly am okay. And you're not going way up high on the list of, of raising your vibration. You're just starting down at this level, bringing your sense to a level of just being okay. And that's okay. And even by doing that, you'll find that your energy will start to come down. Your shoulders will start to lower. Mm. Another really good one is you place your the hand you don't write with on the area just below your ribs. Okay. So just there in between. So it's called the solar plexus area for okay. people. So it's above the belly button and it's below the ribs. And you place your other hand on top of that. And just breathe. Close your mouth. The best way to breathe is through your nose because you have so many chemicals in your nose that will help. And again, in your head, just say, even though I know I'm stressed right now, this very second. Okay. That is so and even just, Yeah, absolutely. Because in here under this hand, and remember I said that these are the ones that have the most energy with intention. This still has a lot of energy. Yeah. And your less dominant hand is your more caring hand. Because wow. it's not the one that goes for action all the time. This I learned through circle dancing. So your less dominant hand is your more compassionate, caring hand. So you place it first on top of this area, your solar plexus, I call the engine room. So in there, you've got your liver, your gallbladder, your kid, part of your kidneys, your adrenals, your pancreas, your spleen, your stomach, part of your small intestine, large intestine, your diaphragm. It's your engine room. It's got all of those organs working really hard. And that's where the stress response is going on. Place your less dominant hand, your dominant hand on top of it. And I sometimes make a triangle. I, I just let thumbs rest the together. Thumbs. You don't have to, but you, you, you know, and just breathe. You don't even have to be aware of your breathing. Even just think that thought, I truly am okay. Even though I want to kill so-and-so, <laughs> I truly am okay. Even though I want the world to swallow me up right now. Just be honest with yourself. Yeah. Right now. I truly am okay. And gradually you'll find you do a sigh or you'll cough. You might even have a few tears. That's fine. Just keep breathing. Keep saying, I truly am okay. I truly trust myself, maybe even. I'm going to get through this. It's going to pass. And gradually you realize all of a sudden that you're breathing that little bit deeper. That, you know, your, your energy, your attention has gone in under your hands. And you might even feel warmth in your hands. You might even feel cold. That's that's just frozen energy. That's fine. And just, just do that. Nobody knows what you're doing. But what you've also done is you've protected your power center, which oh, is wow. under your hands. So your two hands right now. You see, a lot of people don't like cross-folding their arms because that gives the message of I'm guarded. Yeah. Well, maybe you're guarded for a reason. Maybe it's okay to fold your arms, but if you don't want to fold your arms, do this. Nobody knows what you're at. You're sitting back in your chair. You've just placed your hands here. You're talking away to somebody. And if they're saying something that you really find offensive or that you know is overpowering you, I can feel the heat coming into my solar plexus right now. So what you do there is you just flick it back at them. 
your hands forward. Really? Gosh, I never knew that. And you flick. And if people can't see what I'm doing, my hands are over my solar plexus area. And I just literally am flicking out. So I'm, it's like you're flicking back their energy back at them. But you're doing it in the nicest possible way. Yes. You're not offending anybody. But what you're saying energetically is take it back. I'm not taking it. So you've prevented yourself. You've showed up for yourself. You've been your own best friend. You've protected yourself from outside possibly offending dominant energies and you've put yourself first all of those things will help you believe in yourself trust in yourself and change your dominant thought patterns about yourself now i have to say this and i said with hand on solar plexus you can equally put one hand on your heart by the way if you mm -hmm. want but i tend to find solar plexus needs the help heart can also need it so just even by you can put the dominant hand up over the heart if you wish or less whatever wish works for you but the reason i do the tapping and i mean i could just teach people how to do this and that would be perfect the reason i do the tapping is because this is short term you have to do this yes. a lot you'd have to practice this all the time for it to have major effect full time the tapping and this is what i wish everybody in the world would learn and what I've learned, tapping makes the change permanent, quickly, naturally, forever. If you don't fight it, of course, we can always fight it, but it's the going back and resolving and retuning the past that will help us not fight it. But I have found I haven't had a non-trigger panic attack since mm -hmm. the tapping did it. And I wasn't even really focused on doing it for the non-trigger panic attacks. I was overstressed. I knew about tapping from my kinesiology training. I had used the original thought field therapy with clients. And it was up came online the EFT Tapping Summit, the World Summit with the Artner Artners. Mm -hmm. And I I linked into it. This is several years ago now, <clears throat> five, seven years ago, whatever it was. And and I just did it. I followed it twice a day, three times a day, every day. I just tapped all the time. I tapped, I tapped, I walked, I tapped, I did whatever. I listened to the things they were saying and I tapped. And I was coming off the, the different sessions and I, my partner was sick of it because, oh my God, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Oh my, and I would just be so into it. I was, I'd go out walking and I'd just be tapping my hands against the side of my legs. So I, I was subconsciously, I was learning these things because all I could think of was just keep tapping. I would be driving and I'd be tapping my fingers up the steering wheel. I was in a very overstressed, hypervigilant state. I didn't realize I was. I was the frog in water. Yeah. I was taking the best of nutrition. I was walking. I was trying the positive thinking. I was drinking the water. I was doing all the right things. My diet couldn't have been any cleaner, but I wasn't getting any better. I was managing. Absolutely. I was better than what I'd been. I wasn't on the flat of my back anymore. You know, I would, but I would just push it that little bit too far and I was gone again. Tapping. Now, kinesiology helped. Absolutely. Therapy helped. Absolutely. But tapping was the difference. Tapping is the difference. Tapping is the bit that just really gets in there to retune because you need to get to those deep, very strong neural pathways that are there from a very young age, from your experiences, your traumatic experiences. And listen, to a child who's just been born and not been given to their mother to be held simply because they needed to go into an incubator to survive, yeah. Yeah. they've just experienced abandonment. Yeah. 
and it'll be reinforced because they'll be in that machine for quite a while. Now, that's going to affect the rest of your life. I think it's important to mention that when we um, revisit such past events that we might not even remember, but during tapping therapy, yeah. you, you can come up. Yeah, they come, up, come up and we're revisiting them and we're revisiting with the purpose to, to heal them and release them. But it's in a very gentle way. I think oh, for a lot absolutely. of people, it, it is very uh, off-putting going, no, I don't want to open that kind of worms. Why would I go there? So I, I found that for me, it was in a very gentle way and it was very, obviously in a very safe environment. And mm. when it was coming up to the end of the session or whatever, I wasn't just let out the door and, you know, go figure it out in, in the world back up because the no, room is you're safe. balanced. So, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So and and also to, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's another side to that. Some people have got so attached to their stress hormones yeah. and to the trauma that it now defines them. And they, they actually fight, the, the tapping works, but they'll fight it because all of a sudden they realize this could change and it could change quickly. And subconsciously, they don't want that change because they know this is all they know. Yes, this is associated and, with your personality. Yeah, with and I have, I have found, and also there's a payoff. Some people maybe have a disability from it. And so they get allowances on what would my life look like if I didn't have this? And so there's, there can be lots of reasons why people fear but I, this is what I have to say to people. If you genuinely want to change your life, genuinely, yeah. go tap. And if you, you, you talk about it, but you don't genuinely want to do it, don't go tap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you'll only cause yourself more stress. Like I know I use many things. I've trained in Ricky. I've trained in integrated energy therapy. I've trained in all of these things. And an image I was given in energy therapy one time was of somebody with their heel stuck in the sand and there's people, the angels are behind them, pushing them forward. And they're saying, no, I really do want to change. But their, their heels are dug in and they're, you know, they're, yeah. they're their own worst enemy. We all know that phrase. But that's because we have these unresolved past beliefs about ourselves and others from unresolved trauma issues. And as I said, for a small little baby and child, the smallest of things that right now as an adult, you think, oh my God, that was it. Like for some people, a lot of people, it's their first day at school, walking through those school doors and they feel whatever. Yes, that is it because it wasn't resolved and because for you, it was trauma. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it can be as simple as that two to three sessions. I've had young people specifically, you know, nervous over studying exams one session and maybe a 30 minute catch up or whatever afterwards but one session now what i love is with the kinesiology i have information about nutrition and herbs and any other energy things so quite often i will marry the two i will use one and the other you know and ideally i love to see people face to face and then do the tapping with them and they're online but and the reason i like these therapies and this is key only 10% is done with me. 90% is over to the person. It is down to personal responsibility. Yeah. It is down to saying sorry to yourself yeah. for having plodded on through for all these years. That's not judging and that's yeah. not blaming. Yeah. But it's what it's doing is you're being the voice that your inner self needs to hear. They never heard the word sorry from an adult before because the adult shouted at them or the adult screamed at them or the adult left them stewing. Yeah. That was the adult stuff, not the child stuff. And, and 
you showing up for yourself and being your own best friend and saying this turns your energy literally on the dial and allows it to retune to a whole new thing. And there's where retuning me comes from. And I'm very conscious of the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I well, can talk about yeah. this for years. <laughs> I um, I will wrap up uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you see if you have anything to add that tapping is, a, is like that. It's a very empowering tool because as much as if you need it, you can do with a, with a, um, a practitioner and they can uh, guide you and uh, help you in that space. But it's a very empowering because it's a tool that you learn and you can use for the rest of your life when you need it, uh, or you can pass it on well, to your children. I actually challenge people, Boyana, to use it every day. Yeah, yeah. And the reason I do that is because daily tapping brings daily results. It's not just about keeping you de-stressed. It's also about what you focus is what you get. Yeah. So by you tapping in your positive affirmation for the day and you say it like it is, I truly am successful or I truly am well, you're actually, that's what you're, I said at the beginning, you're actually taking responsibility for where you want to focus for the day, what energy you want out of your day and, and you're setting your own vibration before somebody else or something else does. And it's not uh, that you have to spend two hours no, uh, at Exactly. So it's a very practical, very independent. You can do it at a time on your own when 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 you have uh, that space for yourself. So um, yeah, definitely a no no brainer. And hopefully, um, you know, we can we can um, reach more people to to um, offer it to them to uh, educate yourself go out read up on it and see see if it's for you uh, would you like to add anything at the end Nuna? no um except like yourself i i do practice and if people want to combine kinesiology yes. and tapping i do try to try, try to focus more with women their kids maybe but women over 40 and and getting it now even over 30 get retuning your stress levels now get refocused because you reap what you sow yeah and this is the time to do it. Now, I also From want the foundation. their 50s, their 60s, their 70s, even their 80s. Um, but like, that's why I say over 40, up it goes. Um, and if people want to, my book is only available on my website. Tell us um, the website address, Nola. It's retuningme.com. Okay, I'll um, add it into the notes. There's a tab on that site that says tap into success. And that's where you get the book. You can buy it in digital format or you can get the paperback version of it. Um, it will be hopefully going up on the likes of Amazon, but um, not there yet. I'm not that businessly business minded, unfortunately, just yet. But it's definitely on the website. Um, are you open? Else. Are you yes, open to take? Yeah, yeah. Do people back have to, to come online? And online, fantastic. And where are you based? If it were Dublin uh, 15, um, okay. between just on the verge of Clonie. Oh, so I'm fantastic. on the Dublin side of Clunny. Yeah. No, I'm going to knock on your door. We live in Clonsilla. That's insane. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Nola. I really appreciate your time, your knowledge, your love to help people. And it's no been a pleasure. Um, I will uh, send you a note when this podcast is live and we'll connect again soon. Take care, Bayana. Have Good a wonderful day. Thank you for doing this. I don't know if I'll ever, ever set up a podcast, but I am very open to go on other people's and talking on theirs. <laughs> and we love having guests, so that's fantastic. <laughs>
Have a great day. Take care. Okay.